Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Hey fam, you're tuned in to another episode of the Elite Life Podcast. I'm Trish and I got Kylie with me today. We're going to deep dive into a subject. Yeah, yeah. Trish is going to tell us a story now that we're going off script. <laughs> story time. It's been a very long day, y'all. I just want to say it's a long day and I just want to thank you for being here with us. I do too. Thank you. All right, tell your story. We ready for the story? We're ready for the story. It's story right. time. So Kylie and I were at the gym. You know, we like to go to the gym. Um, and like good gym patrons. She likes to go to the gym. Uh, you started liking to go to the gym too. You're not supposed to tell people. I rub that. off on people in a good way. <laughs> um, so we're at the gym and we finished stretching. And you know, you got to spray your gym mats off, clean them up, all that good stuff. So we're walking away. And just out of the corner of my eye, I see this little piece of white paper. And I didn't know if it was like ours or not. But I was like, like part of me wanted to just like keep walking. This happens all the time to me. Like, I'll see something and it's like, I'm already five steps away, but I see it in my peripheral and like, I wanted to keep walking and Kylie's talking and I'm like, okay, wait one second. And I was like, I got to turn around and clean that up. I was like, the mom and me cannot just leave that piece of paper there. Like it wasn't even on the mats that we were on, but it was just It was definitely not our garbage. But when you said that, it reminded me of um, Surprise, an Andy Frisella podcast I was listening to. And he tells this story a lot. He talks about how he cultivated um, standards and discipline in his business. And um, he was talking about how as a leader, he recognized that it was his job to set the example for the rest of the team. And so if he's walking the gym floor or walking the, you know, the retail floor and he sees something, you know, he picks it up. You know, yeah. if if he's if he's done in the bathroom and he uses the last square, he puts a new thing on there. He doesn't wait for the cleaning crew to come through and do it. And and like that, me yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> right. We were at our office. She's like she's like, I took the last square and I don't know where the <laughs> paper is. But but it seems like something really, really small, but what he explained is that as he, as the leader, as the CEO, as the owner, as he's doing these things, his employees are seeing him do these things. So he's setting the standard and he's setting the example. And I think we all feel the same. Like if you're at a job and you see your boss doing something, you're not going to get caught not doing that thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And as a leader and a boss, like when I see something, I take care of it. Like I, there is no like, that's not my job. Like if I'm in the bathroom, and I see like the floor is dirty. This has happened multiple times since we black topped the parking lot at our yeah. Livonia office. Yeah. So I'll go in the bathroom and there's like black footprints on the floor. Now I could easily be like, hey, Kim, can you clean up these black footprints on the floor? That's dumb. Like Kim has other stuff to do. So do I. But I've seen them. There's no reason I can't go get the Swiffer mop and clean up the floor. So it took it, you less than five minutes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, that brings us to like, why are we talking about this? And I feel like it's because. You have these standards of life and you need to be constantly trying to raise your standards. And when you get those standards, it comes from your values. Right. And I have I've had a lot of podcasts and books and like just things hitting me about your values. Like, are you exhibiting and living your values? Do are you setting standards according to the values you say that your life is set by? Right. And I 
it just it comes up over and over and over again for me because it's like I don't think that a lot of people ever stop and say what are the values of our family or what are the values of our company or what standards are we setting in our life? Like this is totally off script, but just yesterday, me and Dave were walking around and um, I said, I said, I woke up this morning and there was like, we got a puppy. There was dog toys all over the floor and I had to do this, this and this before I left for work. And he's like, well, you didn't have to do that. Why didn't you leave it until I, I would, I will, I plan to do it when I woke up. And I said, because like we live in an over million dollar home and like we we should have the standards and live like people who are in over a million dollar home live right like our house should be clean our things should be kept before I leave the house I'm not going to leave it a mess so if I see something I'm gonna handle it because we've set these values and I have these standards for how I feel our house should look how we should be living how we should just be showing up in life right how are you showing up in life and when we started talking about um having this be a topic for the show i had to get really introspective myself because i don't live in a million dollar house but at the same time i feel like um like we were talking with um liz and brian like it's important to start living the life that you want to have. So if I want to have a life where my house is as tidy as it can be and my schedule is as tight as it can be and I have, you know, if I want to live this life, I have to do the things for that life. And it comes back to values and up, I mean, we your value system a lot of people immediately go to like faith and and morals and things like that but there's so much more to your value system than just like i believe in god don't kill people like yeah there's so much more to it like what do you value i think that's that's a really good place to start what do you value yeah yeah and i had never even like thought about values until i opened elite realty and i was listening to um I forget if it was Hospret or Darren Hardy. And um, they talked about like, you have to set values for your company so that you can create a culture and an environment in your company that everybody understands like, this is how we are. And if you can't get on this bus, then this isn't this isn't the road for you, right? So like at Elite Realty, our values are honesty and integrity, quality customer care, professional and personal development, accountability, and unselfishness, right? So I I can't feel like I am being unselfish if I call Kim and say, come clean the bathroom, right? If I don't show up to our 411 goal accountability meeting every Tuesday myself as a leader, then am I upholding that value of accountability, right? Yeah. Quality customer care. Like if I'm just slapping a sign in the yard and being like, someone will call, that's not quality customer care. And here's the thing, when agents come and they interview at our company, it's giant and it's on the wall and it's the first thing that I put up in our second office as well because when they come up (coughs) I'm passionate about this right she's very passionate (coughs) so when they come in for an interview and they're sitting at our conference table and they are staring this straight in the face they have to ask themselves like okay if I start at this company 
are are these the values that I hold because this is the expectations and the standards that they are setting here. And I also utilize those when I answer questions for our agents. So if an agent comes to me and they say, should I do X, Y, Z? I actually just had this conversation last week. One of our agents was like, I want to do this, this, and this, and this, and this. And I said, listen, I said, one of our our key values in our company, part of what our culture is built on is quality customer care. Do you feel like by doing this, that exhibits quality customer care and making the world a better place, right? Because that's part of our mission is to serve and strengthen the community. Right. So our mission is to serve and strengthen the community. Do you think by doing this that that is serving and strengthening the community? <sighs> And he's like, no, I can I can see that, right? So yes, you may be entitled to this. Yes, it may be in a contract that you should get it. But does it line up with our mission and our values? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that um, another thing is when people think of like standards, like raise your standard, you think of, I automatically go to like this young girl who meets this baddie boy and you know her parents are like you need to raise your standards you can date a doctor who's going to harvard or wherever people go for doctorness and um that's not always it it can be something that just involves you and it made me think of um when we were talking about um my workouts right so we by the time this airs, 75 Heart is over. Everything is amazing. I love this program. Thank you, Trisha, for dragging me along by my by my coattails. Um, but I realized I came to a spot in the program where the workouts were easy. And when we were going to the gym or if I was going on myself, I would avoid doing the weightlifting. I would avoid doing the assault bike. And I would just get on the T-Rex and I would climb some stairs pretty easy. I would get on the rower, put it on five, row, row around. But... I needed to raise my standards if I was going to get to the next level. And that's when I found stuff on Instagram and I was like, look at this baddie workout. We're going to get the best booties ever. Yeah. And that's an important point, right? Like after I set those standards at the office, I brought them home and I actually didn't like intentionally say, okay, family, we're going to sit down and set the values for our family. But what we did set, um, and we do every year and we've talked about in the past, is our goals and targets. Well, our goals and targets, they reflect our family values, right? Yeah. So our family values for personal and uh, personal development, right? Personal development. So that is our workouts. That is our reading. We read books. Our um, accountability is actually tracking. So like a great example is the, of this is we have all of these um, values we've set, community give back, our faith, our church, our books, our workouts, um, be, being together as a family, right. showing up for each other. Well, now that Trent had moved to Red Lake this year, right? So he's gone in Northern Canada. And Angelina, she's hitting that age where she's 13. She is more of our artsy child. She doesn't love to work out or anything like that. So I actually, this year for a minute I was like I don't think I'm gonna do the family goals calendar oh that's a no-no yeah I was I was not gonna do it um one because I didn't have a big calendar which is a really stupid reason to do it right, right. but two I was like this is just gonna be complicated like Trent's not at home blah 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 and I was like sitting there thinking about it and I'm like these number one 
these are the stupidest reasons ever to not do it. I don't have a calendar. I don't have a calendar and it's going to be hard. Really? Like when in the world did I ever not do something because it's hard? Like literally everything I do all day every day is hard, right? Right. Yeah. We do hard things, Trisha. We do hard things. Literally everybody in the world is like, oh, Trish, you do hard things all the time. People say that to me all the time. You do hard things all the time. It's no big deal. And here I am like wanting to wash. Like one of the biggest things our family does. That's an anchor for you guys. Yeah, it's an anchor and it has been and it and I've talked so many times about how it's helped us through COVID and Dave's stroke and, you know, catastrophic losing family members and all of these really terrible things. And this has anchored us because it gives us something positive to focus on and it gives us a home base. And like, if we can't control anything else in the world, we can control moving our bodies and reading and learning and being in worship and doing these things that matter, right? And so I was like, I had to stop myself and be like, are you kidding me right now like I got on Amazon I ordered the calendar I started a group text and I was like okay guys here's our group text pop in here when you work out what books you read um and the other thing is is it teaches us so much how to work together right Right. because Trent doesn't necessarily let's be real Trent doesn't want to read a book he doesn't like to read a book he's not going to sit and read a book right but Angelina likes to read so we're always like okay Angelina you read a little bit more and Trent's going deep on the workouts, right? Like he's in the weight room, he's on the ice, he's on the ice again, he's in the weight room again. So we really like balance each other out and work together. And like on the days where maybe I'm at bandwidth and I don't want to get out of bed and go to church, Dave will remind me like, yeah, we do. Like this is part of our family values. These are the standards we've set. And this is the most important time. Like we're about about to launch our children off into the world, right? Like Trent's already out in the world. He's learning. Yeah. He's cooking for himself and he's living in another country and he's doing all these things. And then Angelina's going to be launched off into the world too. This is the most important time to set values and to teach them to raise their standards. And hey, when it gets a little tough, which this wasn't even tough. (laughs) When you come up against little bumps in the road, you don't just like throw the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, we don't have values or standards because now it's hard. No, like this is where you double down and get it done. Exactly. That's where it comes in. Um, And so I don't know. I had it went off. The train went off the tracks. <laughs> what I wanted to say was, um, once you have unpacked and you guys have decided like, okay, or you as a person have decided, here's my values. Number one, I want to encourage you not to budge off of those. Yeah. Once you decide that something is a good thing, obviously, if your value is I'm going to go steal people's money, that's not a good value to have. No. But once you have outlined your values, try to pick three or five values for you personally um, or like like we talked about, bring your your family, your partners together, have a conversation. Like we did the same thing at our house after I, I heard you on the Fullertons talking about it. And I was like, all right, what are our values? Like we're kind and respectful. We always say I love you. That's a huge one in our house because we have two very emotional daughters. And I am not an empath. Like my mom is an empath. She told me my whole life, oh, you're beautiful and I love you. and you're." Be-. So it was never a thought for me. And so for whatever reason, I don't express it. Anyways... That was a rabbit hole. Um, Sit down. Talk about it. Talk about the values and the words that you come up with. So the ones we came up with, like I said, respectful, kind, faith-filled, loving. Um, and that's that's a good thing to hold on to. What I was trying to get to – it's been a long day, you guys. So what I was trying to get to is – 
you were talking about how it's hard. Life is hard. Things are hard. We live in a fallen, broken, very dark world. And that is the, the anchor that instilling values and standards in yourself and your family really can pull you through those. I mean, like Ryan and I have been through some seriously dark stuff and our faith values have pulled us through that and pulled us together and made us a stronger unit in our marriage and in our family as parents and, and teammates and stuff like that. I don't know who needed to heard that, but I just felt the need to preach for a second. The Holy Spirit was moving. <laughs> well, I think that takes us back to what we always say, right? Like you got to show up to win and you don't know when those values are, are, if you example church, right? Like when, when my stepdad passed away, like my, one of my very good friends had passed away and only months later, my stepdad passed away and he was like a big part of my life. And I remember I was like in bed and I'm like sobbing and Angelina was a baby and Trent was really young and Trent and him were best friends, his papa. And I'm just like losing my mind. Like this is the man who like walked me down the aisle and raised me and did all these things for me. And I remember my friend, Amanda, she called me and she said, Trisha, she said, I know that it is it, it, that you are in bed right now and you feel the lowest of the low, but you are the leader of your family. And I know that because it is Sunday, you are going to get up out of that bed and you are going to rally your family and you are going to take them to church and you are going to be the person that shows them that we show up and we are in church and God has got us and we are going to get through this. He is going to bring us through just like you always, he always does. And my sister Nikki lived with me at the time and that that's her, her birth father. So she's, you know, crumbling as well. And I got up. If she wouldn't have sent me that message, I would not have got out of bed. Mm. I got out of bed. I got up. I got dressed. I got everybody dressed. We went to church. And the pastor actually preached, preached a sermon about losing your father. Mm. And it was like, and me and, and, and what he said was like exactly what me and Nikki needed to hear. And it was so relevant and so real and just so, it, it just was in our, like, it just, it was like they were there hugging you. You know, it was like if we wouldn't have lived our values in that moment, we wouldn't have had that. We wouldn't have had that comfort. And who knows where life would have taken us in right. that moment. If right. we just missed that one moment. Right, right. right. <clears throat> um, All good stuff. Yeah. So let's talk about um, how do you take these values and manifest them in real life, right? Like, let's just circle back to easy. Yeah, let me, hold on. One one thing. I like what you said, manifesting in real life, um, because I did have a little note. um, When you're dealing with, the one good thing is when you bring your family together, like if you're leading a team, you're leading a family, you're leading a work team, and you bring them in on the conversation of what the values are, when something goes amiss, and I've used this, and this helps a lot, when something goes amiss, whether it's you know one person or like a couple people or the whole team is lost in the woods, you can always go back to those values and be like, like for example, like when I use Casey being sassy. So instead of asserting my authority directly over her and saying, I'm your mom, you're not going to sass me like that, yada, yada, which I do sometimes, but like I can come alongside her instead. And instead of having a me versus her situation, now we're on the same team and I can say, hey, remember we all agreed, we all agreed we were going to be a family of respect and it goes both ways of course I'm the adult she's the child but I feel like so many times as parents you know 
We need to understand that we're showing them how to be respectful. And so when I look at my kid and I'm like, you know, whether it's stimulation overload or I'm just pissed off and I'm like, shut up, just shut up. Like, that's not respectful. I don't want them, you know, to do that to me or anyone else. So, you know, when you're able to bring everybody together on the same side of the line and remind them this is what we agreed on, it makes your relationship that much better. And it makes whatever team you're on, whether it's your family or work or whatever or sports, it makes it that much easier to lead that team, bring them together, be cohesive again. That was it. <laughs> I love that. No, it, it, that's so perfect because I love that because you can, when we get to the end of the year every year, right? Like we'll get down to, um, it, maybe not this year though, because we're killing it to start off. It's so funny that the year I wanted to quit, we're like coming in hot. Like we are over surpassing like all the goals it's already. It's not going to be like that year you guys went to church 25 times in December. Yes, that's exactly what I was getting at. And, and you know how I, when we get towards the end of the year, I'm like, guys, remember that year we went to church 25 times? Like, we don't want to be like in that boat. You know, we have to get them done. We decided as a unit, we were going to do this. And, and the kids are like, yep, we did. Like we are all, we all decided we were going to do this. And when we talk about it, like for our work, I feel like when you engage at Elite Realty, the first thing that I, when I do our, our stars training, the very first thing I go through in training before anything else, how do you get in the front door is these are our values and this is our mission. This is our culture. This is what we live by. If you at any time feel like you can't be honest and have integrity, like there's the door. Right. Like I love, I love all our agents. I want to train and have as many agents as possible, just like I want all the puppies. Right. But if you can't adhere to the values, like, that's it. And so like, how does that manifest in real life, right? Like honesty and integrity. We always do the right thing, even when no one notices, even when no one is looking. That could be as simple as replacing the empty toilet paper roll, right? Cleaning the floors. Or like, noticing a typo on a contract that would take it from $320,000 to $3,200,000, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we always have honesty and integrity. Um, quality customer care. Our team treats every single client like a million bucks. I don't care if you are renting a $900 Section 8 home or you are buying a $9 million lake home. All of our clients they get the same love. They get the same process. They should be treated like a million bucks because that's how you should do life. Right. That's how you should do life. Like I always tell people our, our agent contract is really, really long. And I'm like, listen, like, you know what this says? It says be kind and do the right thing. That's it. That's it. Don't do anything illegal or shady or gross. Right. I feel like that's pretty simple. Um, And how... I guess one thing to really pin down is coming to boundaries when it comes to your values. So like you just said, if you're if if you're an agent and you're interviewing with me and I run through these I run through these values and for whatever reason you feel like you can't be an honest person, there's the door. Like having those boundaries in place saying, here's what I stand for, here's what I represent, and if you can't get with the program, you can't be on the show. 
Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, and I think that that's important too because as as a leader and as a business owner, um, I think that it is important if you find that there is somebody on the team that isn't adhering to, to the culture and the values. And me and Andy have had to do this. And some people are like, well, why did this agent leave? I don't understand. And without going too deep into their business, I try to tell them like, they were showing up in a way that doesn't align with our values and we had to call them out on that and they didn't like it. So I understand your personal life is separate from your professional life, but when you go out in the world as an elite realty agent, like you're you're out there as an extension of us. I can't have you out in the world like acting a fool, doing things that I don't agree with. It, it, like that's not you're a representation of me. Just like our kids are a representation of us as parents. Yeah. My agents are a representation of me as a business. So if I see that like you're showing up in some sort of way that is just not acceptable just on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> that's really, what it comes down to. So that's up. Clean your clean your social media before you go get a job because I will tell you, people will look for that. That's the number yeah. one thing. They don't care about your resume anymore. They don't care about your CV. They don't care where you went to school. They're looking at your social media. What's on your social media? What do you do on the weekends? Yeah. If I if I Google you and you got a bunch of stuff like you're smoking weed and drinking and like that's gonna be a hard no for yeah. Do that on your own like, time. Don't put it on social media. <laughs> Kylie is now cut from the team. She does not adhere to our culture. Oh, <laughs> crap. All right. Well, let's do this. That's it. That's it. That's good. That's good. I love it. We're I love it down so a much. Hole. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, We covered all of this. We did. We, we did. did. Holy and, crap. And I'm not going to go through and recap the whole thing. You're two pages behind. But Dude. Um, your homework for the week, friends, is to take some time. Outline your values, your personal values. Sit down if you have a family, even if you just have one significant other that you're with or you have a family or you have kids or it's just yourself or you have a team, whatever you have, like do it for yourself. Do it for your circle. Do it in your business. See if you align with the culture of the company you work at. Maybe you hate your job because it's the wrong culture for you. You're not a culture fit for it. Maybe that's a, a big reason you should go out and find a new one. I've left jobs because of that. I didn't realize it at the time, but mm -hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what's what's happening where you work, you bring home. So if you oh, are miserable at home... You're going to bring, the, or if you are miserable at work, you're going to bring that home. It goes vice versa, too. Believe me. Yeah, Believe absolutely. you me. So sit down, outline your values. Even if you think you know them, take a pen and put it to paper. If you can't figure out what they are, look at your bank statement and see where you spend your money at. If you are spending your money on the gym and books and tithing, like that's going to tell you where your values are. If you're spending your money at the bar and on gambling and, you know, like maybe I need to recheck my values, right? So this is your courtesy call to take a look at your life, figure out how you're doing, and then figure out where you want to go. Well, I think so too. So like once you get your values really quick, you have to figure out how you're going to manifest those. All right. So if you do that homework and you write down your values and you see that they're not aligning with where you want your life to go, then that gives you a starting point. You can jump off. You can take action. You can start heading in a different and better direction. But like we have talked about on past episodes, if you're saying you want one thing and you're doing a different life, you're going to have cognitive dissonance. You're going to feel yucky about it. So this is giving you a chance to really sit down Look at your life, look at your values, raise your standards, be a little bit better every day, like we always say, and 
that's a good place to just wrap it up, I think. Yeah. Don't come don't don't come back next week. Holy <laughs> Moses. Don't come cry to me if your life sucks. No, <laughs> please do come back next week. We drop new episodes every Thursday. We're on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Apple Podcasts, all the places where you like to listen. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, comment, leave notes, five-star reviews, all the good things. But share the show, please, because you never, ever know who needs to hear what you're hearing. Bye. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.